0: Hey everybody, this is Citizen Confidential. You're listening on the internet somewhere. I'm Braxton.
1: I'm Vince. I'm Michelle. I'm Jana. And you're
0: listening to a jingle. You're listening to Citizen Confidential, a podcast for the Colorado County Citizen. This week, our sponsor is Ryan's Device Repair. Check it out.
2: I was talking to some people yesterday, and they were asking me questions about this. A lot of folks are confused.
0: I'm, just- I know I'm leaving off names. Forgive me, y'all. There's too many names in your all schools. Your kids are too good.
1: Uh, we stayed outside a long time having fun before we realized there was stuff inside to do too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so we are back with another installment, the fourth week of Citizen Confidential, where we break down the color Colorado kind of Citizen newspaper. Uh, so we're, we're looking at page one here, and what's taken my eye is Citizen announced a new podcast. Like yeah, what's I- that about?
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, 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 well, you know, it's what you're listening to right now, everyone. Yeah,
0: okay, but Vince, so, what else are we looking at here? So,
2: probably the most important thing for the average person is the commissioners extending the 20% homestead exemption for all uh homeowners across Colorado County not every county uh, or school district in the state does this or, or is willing to but this but state law allows you to um, grant up to a 20% exemption of the value so essentially 20% of your value you are not taxed on and it must equate to a minimum savings of $5,000 in the county Colorado County gives that to all of its taxpayers. So what up, money? They all the homeowners. That. All of the homeowners. Yes, that's Drats. correct. It's <laughs> got to be a homestead. It's <laughs> not going to be on your business. It's not going to be on your rent house, but it will be on your primary uh, residential homestead.
0: Jenna, do you own a house, or where do you? What do y'all do?
3: We rent actually, Biscuits. but we are going to be buying soon. So
0: yeah. we, we're
1: ready to make Colorado, Colorado a, County and Columbus
0: home. I know a great real estate company you, you can go to to get a house for.
1: <laughs> oh really? I, I think the <laughs> so important news is on the to, yeah. on the front of that top page. Oh, oh that my Gloria God! Days
3: oh yeah this weekend
1: um, I will. Jana is actually. Ho-
3: and you know to hear people talk about it last year it was like oh it used to be this big grand thing and everyone was so excited about it and then I guess it just kind of faded away but the chamber has worked so hard to bring it back and to make it something spectacular um, there's camel rides and camel there's rides. yes there is um. There's a rock wall for the kids. There's a. There's going to be if, a trackless train. So I want to
0: climb the rock wall?
3: Well, I don't. There may be weight or height restrictions. You're going to have because you're pretty tall. Like, dude. I know I'm too big to climb.
0: No the rock one can wall, tell I'm me sure. what I can or cannot <laughs> do. The last time I checked, this is the Great State of Texas. So yes. I'm just
3: saying you may want to check with Mr. Khan on that one. <laughs> and
0: you may be prepared to sign a liability waiver. Yes. I mean I yes. always sign <laughs> the waiver. Okay. Anyway, so we got rock walls. We got.
3: There's a a trackless train, carriage rides, yes. Oh, my goodness, yes. The Magnolia Homes Tour. We'll have the
2: Magnolia Bells Um, will be out. So this is your opportunity to go and visit homes that are historic in Columbus, some of which have been here since before. 1900, and, and they're only open once a year. And, and this is your opportunity to, to and go I and think see the some magnolia bells great are art going community. to be
1: yeah. tour, are going to be given the tours. That's
2: correct, and they'll also be presented during the festival. They'll be presented at seven o'clock um, on Friday at Stafford Opera House, and then the one you'll see me at, they'll be presented at 1.30 p.m., I believe, on the courthouse square. Um, on Saturday, so you
1: have two opportunities to see your Columbus. and Magnolia if you're looking bells.
0: for a schedule of when is that going to happen in the paper. Page up. seven, A has a schedule of the mm-hmm. whole thing. Plus all of
1: the live music events that start on Friday at five o'clock. I think mm-hmm. is when Magnolia Fest opens. Then after that, we'll have live music, and I'm really looking forward to the food. So, yeah, the oh, food, my yes. Yes. Uh, oh my God, God.
0: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> then it was like, mm. yes. And
2: so so what, the Rotary Club, like Donald said, is going to be doing. Um, Crawfish and the Lions Club is going to be doing hamburgers. So if you live in Columbus, for one reason um, that you should come out to Magnolia Days is to support those two clubs um, that provide
0: many, many scholarships to many, your many, students many. at Columbus. Lots
2: of different so community. Go Lots get a hamburger. Yeah. Go get some crawfish. I won't be having any crawfish. I'm allergic. And to And if shelter. you say, Hey, listen, <laughs> I don't want
0: to go have fun. I want to serve and volunteer. How do you volunteer?
3: You can actually contact uh, the chamber I think there's still some uh, some volunteer spots that are open so you can contact Janet at the chamber and she'll be able to hook you up with a volunteer spot there's many 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 opportunities to volunteer many 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 many
0: many 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 okay so turning the page to what do we uh, got what, what else are we uh, looking at here I before we go forward I love the honor of the fallen the photo in the middle on a1 that is that is super cool. Talk to me about it was a that. Wonderful that was event.
2: that was a great event. That was our firefighters' Memorial Day. Um, mm. uh, essentially, their their ceremony to honor firefighters that have fallen across the country in the last 365 days. It's all part of um, you know police uh, Memorial Week that's occurring this week. Right. So that particular photo, I um, saw the line of all the firemen in their dress uniforms. They're standing directly across from the. Um, Fallen Firemen's Memorial that sits in front of the oh. Columbus Fire Station. Okay, and um, I was trying to get some some good shots of them all, kind of standing there, at attention and, and looking forward, so people can see our firefighters and the um, you know the, the tremendous sacrifice that they make to us as firefighters, having to to go out and do what they do sometimes at all hours of the day and night. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of good folks there. Um, They read the names of all the firefighters in the country that had died in the last year, rang the bell for them. Uh, Part of the ceremony was inside. Part of it was outside. Mm. And then that led to last night, which you'll see in next week's paper, the main peace officer memorial ceremony. I think I just hit the the (laughs) microphone. Um, The main... uh, Countywide ceremony uh, for remembering our fallen peace officers was last night on mm. the square. Okay. And then, if you saw the courthouse lit up blue in Columbus last night, that's yeah. why they were uh. casting the blue lights on it in honor of Police Memorial Boom. Day.
1: That's wonderful.
3: It is. Okay. We drove by when, we were, when everyone was standing out there, and of course, I had to you know, find out what was going on. But it was really, really nice. She texted me and asked
0: me what was I going did. on. I did. I knew Vince <laughs> would have the scoop. Jana hopped out of the car and it was like, What are y'all doing out here? <laughs> what are y'all doing? Michelle, what else we got going on?
1: Well, I just want to talk a little bit about something. This is brand new to us this week. We had the VFW Auxiliary Post, 5875. Just start running their... Uh, you just said a bunch of numbers. I know. <laughs> Marty Heinrich started running information about their meetings and what their club is doing. This is a first week. We have a photo on page five, and she's going to be submitting this once a month. That's so right. if you want to know more about what that VFW Auxiliary Post is doing, you'll be able to check that out in The Citizen awesome. now once a month when Marty submits it. So we're oh, real wow. happy to to have that, if you have user-submitted uh, copy, you have something you want to talk about, you know, let us know, and sometimes we can get that in the paper and, and get more community news, and we need those roving reporters.
0: Let us.
2: <laughs> and while you're talking about service clubs, I'm not sure what page it's on, but you'll notice a photograph of a couple of your Columbus American Legion members. Poppy Day is coming up at the end of the month. So right. Columbus is one of the small communities where you can still go and get a red poppy yeah. on uh, on the Friday before Memorial Day, which is National Poppy they're Day. They're out here like H-E-B, Yeah, they'll
1: right? be at H-E-B. I mean, be Any get, donation uh, that you want to give, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, show your support. Yeah. We have lots of events going on. I think tonight, what do we have? The big show at Columbus High School. Well, what is it? no? The
2: big show is tomorrow this night at Columbus show. High School. So the the tomorrow big night, show, yes. the big show is actually something that they have done since the 1980s, and it is um, kind of a multimedia extravaganza along with skits. So I <laughs> kind of fine. picture it to be kind of like the. Um, Maybe the memorial video at the Oscars, but more exciting and with with actual people acting and talking, at least from, from what I understand from uh, Ms. Walla up at the high school. Um, but it should be a, a pretty fun event. So if you have a senior um, or somebody that's been involved in Columbus High School activities this year, chances are they will be in this um, multimedia experience. 99% of the students are featured. In in multimedia
0: so cool. extravaganza multimedia and they've got to be so busy
1: this time of year with graduation yeah yes. because last like week that.
0: if you go back and listen to our podcast a certain somebody said we were in
1: graduation hell and we <laughs> words. Yes, we're starting words. to see some <laughs> daylight <Your words>. next <laughs> week you will have the graduation section in the paper How's that so going? uh we're real excited about that um everything's wrapped up with it we're building it right now yeah the only thing when Michelle see.
3: handled it. I mean, like she, what she said, she, she, she got it done. <laughs> the only thing you won't
1: see in there are your valedictorians
2: and salutatorians for your county high oh, school And, and here's why. Mm. Um, most of these kids these days are taking some type of dual credit course through a local college. And the high schools have to wait until the colleges tabulate the grades before they can tabulate their grades and then determine what the, the GPA is for class rank. So, for example, um, nobody was able to get those to us in time for the deadline for the graduation guys. So we will be running Columbus's next week in the newspaper in conjunction with their graduation, and then Rice Consolidated and Weimar will run the week after that. Man, this uh, year school year is just like
4: it's it's gone by by so fast. I mean,
2: tonight is the Academic Awards Banquet for Columbus, where they will also name uh, their Distinguished Alumni tonight. So that's what I'll be covering tonight is Mm. the Academic Awards at Columbus.
3: And speak. the elementary school has their awards next week. The little ones, all the kindergartners are going to be graduating next so week. So
0: are your kids yep. going to be graduating next
3: my, week? No, mine is going into third grade. So, yeah, I mean she's graduating to third grade. <laughs> <laughs> so did you cry at your kids' kindergarten graduation? I did. I, oh, my gosh, yes. It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> okay,
2: but here's the big question. <laughs> I don't question. know if I'm going to do it. That's why did I'm Did you asking. have a multi-family like, huge party for
0: kindergarten graduation? Good, good
2: question.
3: This has been debated we, in, the <laughs> <office>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. in the
2: office at length. Did yes. you have a party for kindergarten graduation? So did, didn't we're normally
3: you? over the top, so that would have been like right up my alley. But no, we didn't. We just went, we just like went out to eat, and you know that sort of thing. But we it's didn't kind have of like a expected party. Expected party. you
1: should graduate from kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs>
3: agree. I cannot agree more.
2: We did not have this when I was a kid. We did not <laughs> have cannot. kindergarten graduation. My
1: daughter's is graduating from eighth grade, and, and Lori, our bookkeeper, asked me the other day, "Are you having a party for Zoe?" And I'm like, "She's graduating eighth. Gr- I'm proud of her." <laughs> <laughs> like, <what are> you- <laughs> She no. also, I will say,
0: you wrote a great column about it. So, I mean, you can I just did. be like, here you go, sweetie. I wrote I did. about it. I'm <laughs> happy
1: that she's, that she's graduating. But, I mean, the graduation itself, I think, is, is good enough. So, on a sports
0: level, real quick, uh, Jason isn't here today. But I just want to touch on it. Jason, uh, last Friday, went and covered uh, the Rice Raiders at the state track tournament. Uh, and it was, met Jason got there like an hour before in just enough time. Yeah, to Yeah, he everything barely covered. made it. He barely made it. Uh, and so let's see, we had he the took Lady lots Raiders of great pictures. There four by four, paper. Uh, I think they finished eighth, which is still hey, to be the be- eighth best team in the state. I mean that's awesome. I think uh, Rice also had... They had somebody uh, placed third. Third in high hurdles. High Individuals, yeah. yeah. Wow. In, in the hurdles. So, I yeah. mean, that's, the names are eluding me here. It was Sims. Yeah.
1: Um, he was in the high jump. He finished the event in eighth place, actually. Oh, my bad. And
2: Sorry. there was a, there was somebody in third place. I think maybe the oh. guy on the top of the page, Michelle, is the one that made third Connor place. Connor Schulman,
1: he yeah. competed in two track events, and he was meddling class 3A boys, 110-meter yeah. hurdles with a time of 14.39. yeah. He um, got a he got a medal. Bronze medal, Bronze medal,
0: yeah. And then I think the girls finished fourth, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, down there in his county They got a fourth
1: place finish Boom, in the state track a meet. Yeah. Uh,
0: that, Hey, that's awesome. That yeah, when,
2: I mean, when you think about how many hundreds of schools start out at the 3A level or the 2A level, and then how many thousands of kids are involved in those initial track meets, and then it reduces and reduces until you get to the state meet. Um, it's it's pretty amazing for any county in the state that's not a large urban county to be able to say that they have somebody that placed 1 through 10 in the state. These unreal. are real. These are huge for all of yeah. the schools.
0: And so, uh, Weimar Boys Golf Tournament, State Golf Tournament, was this past couple of days. We don't have the final scores yet. I know we got day one, but I don't think we got day two. And then the girls golf, Weimar girls, are also going to state. Theirs is uh, this weekend. So, hats off to Weimar Golf. I mean, heck, to have both. Programs, varsity boys and girls go to the right. state level. I mean, that's...
1: Well, Weimar has a nice nice golf course. If you haven't played Weimer... Columbus does too, so does Eagle Lake, but Weimar uh, They all have really nice... I think we're working on something here pretty soon, some sort of story and information on all of our golf courses in the county so we can get the word out about
0: awesome. I what love they have it. I, going on. I, I like to watch it every once in a while. I don't play it. I hurt people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love to play. I just am not really good at it. I, hit, I, I, I hit
0: somebody one time with a ball at... <laughs> He was my (laughs) little brother, but I mean, hell, I mean, you know what I mean? what you get. You know, you just Uh, don't take me out places. Uh, Vince, what's coming down the pike that we people need to look forward to?
2: Well, uh, one thing that people need to look forward to in next week's paper is a couple of stories on uh, the Colorado County Commissioner's Court. They had a special meeting this morning, uh, which of course today's a Wednesday and everybody knows they normally meet on on Mondays, Mondays. but they had a special one today. So we're going to have two stories out of that. One is the county started uh, down the path of essentially adopting uh, procedures to abate nuisances in the county, essentially a nuisance abatement uh, procedure the Texas Health and Safety Code allows the county to do that and so there's kind of a funny story that's the impetus for why the county is doing this. You use such big
0: words
3: and I love it so much.
2: There there was a house that that was um, infested by a bee swarm uh, about a year or two ago. Honey. That
1: That's was a bad way
3: to wake up, isn't
0: that,
2: it? That, that was abandoned and nobody was paying taxes on it. Nobody knew who the owner was. So it was it was in the process of foreclosure. The bees owned it. Um, the bees <laughs> owned yeah. it. That's, well, the bees were stinging a lot of neighbors and they came to get okay, their honey. But they were coming to get
3: their honey. And I mean, can you blame him.
2: them?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's like you go to the ocean and you give it by this is the sharks. Let's just talk go. about this for a second. The shark. You invaded the shark's water. Okay. The shark didn't come to your house and bite you. I'm just I'm, exactly.
2: So the people wanted the commissioners to tear down the house, or go in and abate the bees, or, or do something. Abate and the bees. Get, abate rid of bees. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. And it, you know the county commissioner can't do that. It's not county property. It's and the county did not have a nuisance ordinance in place. So once the county finalizes this, if you have a random house in your in your neighborhood and you live in the county and it gets infested by bees, you can call your county commissioner and they will be able to help. Nice. you. Nice.
1: Uh, actually, we
2: will be a designated nuisance abatement person, but I'm sure well, your county commissioner also, would love to hear about this. They were talking are. about
1: housing in Weimar last night. I went to the Planning and Zoning Commission meeting. PNZ.
2: Um, that'll be in next
1: week's paper. Uh, our, Mayor Milton Kohler was there. Milton! Um, he was requesting <laughs> his land that he purchased. Wouldn't it be uh, great if I all meetings
0: weren't that hyped? <laughs>
2: would be great if all meetings had an announcer like yeah. you. They did. To do the agenda. <laughs> Next on the agenda will be the financial report. And the mayor came
1: forward. He had purchased some land.
0: <laughs> mm, subdivision.
1: He wanted to build a subdivision. So he Sunday, was asking Sunday, for Sunday. some some changes uh, from agriculture open use, which is the default zone in Weimar, to commercial two so that he could store lumber products and machinery while this when area is being developed. When you say commercial two, you
0: mean commercial number two? Yes. Okay.
1: In other words, it was even brought up during the meeting that he could put a bowling alley there now if he wanted to, but he promises that he's not going to do that. Is there a
0: bowling alley in Colorado County? No. I don't know. There, there is. No,
1: there's not. We need one a bowling alley.
3: The, there's one in Schulenburg, but, you know, I mean, that's not Colorado County, so... We Shoei need one here.
2: Runs.
1: Yeah, basement. they've had some difficulties. So the mayor of Weimar,
2: if you want to open a bowling alley, the mayor of Weimar has no. to You them have them our out. support. Oh, just, <laughs> they approved
1: it, and he's gonna, he wants to build a subdivision there, and he plans to, you can read more about that next week, he plans to live out there as well. They also heard from alley. a gentleman, Alex Williams, who was wanting to move his mobile oh, home yes, that's the, into Weimar. Yeah. Um, but the new conditions for conditional use permit that Weimar just set up does not allow for a mobile home of his age it's Mm. 20 years old and they don't allow anything past 12 years old so he brought pictures and he was requesting that it there be modifications to allow for his mobile home but they weren't cool with that Mm. and and he's
2: the he's the reason that they are even yes he's the reason now and that's and mm -hmm. that they've rewritten this ordinance and the poor guy is still not going to get no and he has an excellent point did he say last night that his 20-year-old uh, manufactured yes. home looks better than some yes, of the stick houses. Yes, it's in better condition.
1: He's done a home. lot of work on it. That's why he brought the yeah. pictures, and code enforcement officer asked him to do that. But uh, but unfortunately, they still weren't interested in, in hearing his case. I can almost,
0: if, 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 if you would have said no, he didn't, Vince would have been like, he should have, I could have done Did he not say that? He um, real quick, though, we're going to take our only ad break. We're going to come right back. Yeah. So, Hey, so um, we're here at Ryan's Device Repair. Ryan, say hi to the world. What's going on? So Ryan, what is it you do here that you want people to know about?
2: Repair your phones when you break them, Uh, repair your computers if they got viruses or if you break them, (laughs) Um, all the above. Uh, If you have a device that needs to
0: repair, we'll get it done for you. Also, uh, I'm looking at a whole inventory of technology here. What else do we have besides fixing phones? Uh, we sell computers, uh, rebuilt computers, we'll build computers, we send, uh, ref- or sell excuse me, refurbished phones, um, tablets, and all the above, uh, some game consoles here and there when they come through the shop. Um,
2: we'll also buy your old devices um, to an extent, and your broken devices to an extent.
0: So yeah, if you guys oh have any kind of device needs, come here and get it fixed. And also, your website address is? Is um, ryansdevicerepair.com, www.ryansdevicerepair.com. Ryan'sAdviceRepair.com, keeping it real, keeping it honest with free estimates. Always. Always for your technology. Thanks, Ryan. Absolutely. You're welcome events we had a special guest up and who was that
2: uh, that was city manager Donald Warshak who is the city manager of Columbus and he was here to talk to us about water. Uh, some of the yes mm-hmm. water some of the ongoing water projects that we have right now <laughs> and <laughs> it, let me tell you if you were a kid in Columbus yesterday the place to be <laughs> uh, or actually it was Monday morning if you were a kid in Columbus the place to be should have been out in front of the courthouse because they were flushing one of the hydrants yes. and it was so humid I actually wanted to take my shoes off and go play in the water <laughs> shoes. but I didn't because this guy you know would have like. It's not, uh, you know, it's water coming out of the fire hydrant, so it's probably not, you know, you don't want to drink it. But I guess the kids could play
0: in it. Vince, I anyway. love it. You were like, the, I, I could have gotten Legionnaires' disease or something. Well, oh no,
2: Legionnaires' <laughs> disease comes from the bugs, not oh, the my water. <laughs> oh my bad. Okay, we'll discuss Legionnaires' disease on a totally different my episode. Bad, my bad. <laughs> One bad, time, <laughs> if
1: you want to, come in the office and ask Vince what happened in Oakland, why his shoes got wet <laughs> yeah, out there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's something you can expect to see in next week's paper, too.
2: So, But, but first, the purpose was to in, uh, introduce uh, uh, City Manager Warshak's interview. So here we go with Donald Warshak. Donald Warshak, he is the City Manager of Columbus. Thank you for joining us today, sir. We appreciate it. Um, We wanted to talk to you a little bit about the ongoing water projects that are happening in Columbus since that's been a lot of uh, news we've covered in the last four or five months. First of all, can you tell us a little bit about the work that's going on at the water treatment plants, the three that we have in Columbus with the new filtration
4: system?
0: Oh, that's exciting.
4: Uh, Yes, we have uh, three water plants. Uh, They're uh, located uh, uh, two on the east side of town and uh, one on the west side of town. The uh, uh, water plant uh, we refer to as our spring water plant is located near the uh, courthouse at the uh, far east end of uh, Spring Street. Uh, Our other plant that we have on the eastern side of the city is uh, located on Harvard Street. We call it the uh, Tate Water Plant and it's uh, right near the electrical substation in uh, Dramala Construction. And then our third water plant on the west side of town is the uh, Hill Water Plant and uh, it's located right at the uh, Red and White Water Tower.
2: So tell us a little bit about the new equipment that's going in there and what it is going to accomplish for the city's water system.
4: Okay, the new equipment that we're putting in at uh, each of these uh, locations is a uh, horizontal pressure filter. Uh, the filters uh, will be used to uh, filter the uh, iron that's uh, present in the, uh, the city's uh, drinking water. Uh, each of the filter units is uh, 10 foot diameter, 40 foot in length. Uh, it's a five cell unit. Uh, the units are designed such that we can take one cell out of service and uh, keep the remaining uh, four cells uh, operational uh, for maintenance purposes. Uh, the units will be equipped with a air assist backwash. Uh, basically what that does is allows the uh, filters to be uh, more efficiently uh, uh, backwashed by uh, introducing air into the uh, filtration media to fluff it, if you think of that, and to uh, you know break free the iron and... Uh, that's uh, filtered out of the water.
0: Donald, when you say media, for a lot of people who aren't in your line of work, what does that mean?
4: Uh, the, the media in, in the water or in the uh, filter unit is, uh, if you want to think of it, like uh, if you have those who may have a swing pool or something of that nature, you've got, it's like a sand filter. Mm. It's got different uh, gradations of, uh, of sand and gravel that, uh, that uh, catches the, uh, the, uh, the arm that's in the water. Uh, awesome. Prior to going into the filtration, uh, first what we do is we uh, take the water through our aerators. At each of the water plant, we have an aerator. And uh, what we'll do is uh, as the water flows through that aerator, uh, the uh, water uh, is hit with air as it cascades through the aerator, thereby starting the oxidation process, mm. which uh, then it uh, makes the iron to where you can uh, filter it out of the water. Awesome. So
1: just as somebody who uses the water, what kind of changes can we expect to see in our water? Are we going to notice it at all? What will we notice? Yeah,
4: I mean, the, the iron that's, you know, that's in the water right now, that we're u- utilizing uh, a to sequester, uh, now that iron, you know, we'll take it out. So, uh, you know, there should be, you know, uh, you should be noticing the, the clarity issues. Uh, you know, we still got steel lines out in the system where if you get, you know, Disruption to flow, uh, repairs, breaks, you know, those types of things there, you know, it's, you're going to get, you may see nuisance issues where you get some discoloration of those types of things. But uh, getting the iron out of the water, you know, that's the, uh, the, uh, the first step to, uh, to the uh, process. And you said right now that's done, essentially, y'all do
2: chemical sequestration on the water and what the new, the new filters will essentially be more of a removal process. Right,
4: right, right, right. The TCQ allows you uh, uh, two ways to deal with iron. Uh, one is either through filtration or through uh, sequestering and uh, we will uh, migrate from a sequestering type system to a uh, filtration
2: cool. and when do you guys think the work will be be completed on this I think you had mentioned at council that you guys went and looked at the the filters at the fabricator
4: yes we went last week uh, and looked at the filters they're in uh, various stages of, uh, of fabrication um, we're probably just anticipating shipment of those uh, area, I mean, of the uh, filtration units, uh, probably sometime in June.
2: And so a unique thing that a lot of people in Columbus may not realize is you actually designed these, these systems because you're an engineer, so yes, you designed yes. these for the city. Yes, I'm
4: an engineer. Uh, I'm, I'm registered by the state of Texas to practice Woo! engineering, and uh, I designed uh, this filtration project, and also we'll be working on the design of the upcoming uh, uh, water project that uh, we discussed at the uh, city council meeting uh, this last week. Uh, my work experience prior to you know coming onto the city as a city manager is I worked uh, 18 years for uh, a municipal engineering firm designing municipal improvements uh, for various municipalities uh, within this area. Uh, Grew up here in Columbus and I did a lot of engineering work for the city of Columbus while I was at uh, Mercer Engineering. I was going to say, oh, I remember, be, uh, yeah, We, yeah, we should say, be pretty I'm, proud because yeah. even the yeah. city
1: manager Mike Barrow said he was coming over and getting advice from yeah. you yeah. and yeah. for and modeling after yeah. Columbus's system. So I yes, yes, think and, and, the city's very lucky to have somebody with that much experience. Yeah, I mean, and it
2: saves the city a lot yeah. of money too because oh, you, yeah. it's a lot of money to go get
4: engineering things that you are doing in your capacity. Yeah. It's pretty oh, yeah, neat. It's probably on the filtration project, I probably save. A couple hundred thousand dollars. I, wow, yeah. that's awesome. That's I remember reading awesome. as a
0: reporter that you would propose to Fur Mercer to Columbus, and I was like, "That's so cool that he was, you know, working for Mercer, and now he's working for the city he was proposing." That's like, how's yeah. that feel? Is that like a dream come true or like a full circle? Or,
4: uh, yeah, it's you know, it's you know, coming from it's the a consulting question. side, yeah, going to the uh, you know, I, I, you know, still you know, take engineering, you know, into my you know daily activities that I do. It's just going from, more from the, not so much in the, on the design side table, but more on into the operational side of it, so. Cool. Along with the, all the other mini hats and things yeah. that I do. So. <laughs> when, and you
2: yeah. mentioned, yeah, you alluded to another uh, water project that you're gonna start working some engineering on. The council voted on Monday to authorize you to go ahead and get started with surveys and other things to prepare for a few transmission line replacements around the city for water lines. Can you tell us about that and why those need to be replaced?
4: Yes, the uh, we've got an area of the see that we're targeting, uh, the replacement of uh, cast and duct iron uh, piping that's uh, in, in that area, the uh, total footage on the project is somewhere approximately uh, 6,200 linear feet or a little bit over a mile in length. Uh, first thing, uh, you know, in any uh, waterline type project, you know, we go out and do our, our field work or topo work, uh, get a surveyor to go out and basically uh, along the street from right away, right away, you know, locate all the trees, sidewalks, curb, driveways, all those types of things. Uh, once we get that survey work done, you know, then I'll take that infor- uh, information and start breaking it down into the plan sheets and start laying out and start designing the, uh, the waterline uh, improvements to, uh, to be placed uh, on those streets. Uh, this project here is kind of in the, the eastern or, or, or southeastern portion of the city uh, on three streets. Uh, the first street is Travis Street. Uh, we'll be starting there at the courthouse. We'll tie into a uh, 12-inch uh, PVC main that we laid back in probably 2006, 2007 as part of a a really large waterline project that we had did back uh, during that time. Uh, We'll proceed south for four blocks till we get to, uh, I believe it's Harvard Street. Uh, Then we'll go back up to the uh, intersection of Travis at uh, Jackson, and then we'll proceed on Jackson Street to the west. We'll go uh, across Milam Street, Bowie, across the uh, elementary school campus, and tie into a uh, PVC line that we laid back, I believe it was in 2014, uh, there on Live Oak Street. And then uh, we'll turn south on Live Oak Street and go for another uh, three to four blocks till we get to Wallace Street, which is on the south side of St. Anthony School, right there near the uh, gymnasium. And then we'll turn east and go one block to uh, Bowie Street and uh, tie into an existing line that's at that location right there. Also, included in this project is the replacement of uh, four blocks of line on Modlem Street, starting at Harvard Street, which would be uh, the street south of the uh, Baptist Church, and will continue uh, in a northerly direction for uh, four blocks. We get to uh, Jackson Street and tie into the line that we're installing uh, there at Jackson. And
2: those are the lines that you guys talked about moving from out of basically the middle of the street to past the curb yep. and near the sidewalk.
4: Yes, there's are some areas uh, like on Travis Street, you know, and uh, and the other streets, you know, will be out in in pavement sections just just because there's there's no way to avoid it. Uh, Mollom Street, uh, right now that line is is underneath the pavement section, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a concrete uh, concrete paving with a hot mix overlay on it and uh we're going to uh, take that line and relocate it on the uh, eastern side of the road uh behind the back of the curb preferably between the uh, curb and the sidewalk uh advantage of doing that is it, it saves money uh if we had to uh work out with out in the uh, city street you would be looking at another 40 or 50 a foot on top of the actual line cost itself to, uh, to replace it just, re- just to repair that street. So it's, it's beneficial where you can get uh, out of the pavement section and, and, and install a line. Uh, most definitely saves, saves money on the project plus ease of getting to that line in the future so if you would have to go in and and make another tap or or make some type of repair you're not having to go to a highway yeah
2: and so for for people that may not understand why you know there's a a true difference between like the cast iron uh, transmission lines and the pvc people that may be on these service lines what can can they expect to experience once this uh, you know, once their their transmission line has changed from PVC to, or changed to PVC, rather.
4: Well, going in, you know, replacing it, you know, if there was any, you know, nuisance-related issues as a result of, of, of corroded lines or, or that, you know, you're taking them off that line and, 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 and putting them on a, on a PVC line. And it, not only does it just it just impacts say, the folks that just live in that section of, of street, but, you know, water lines, they're all interconnected like arteries in your body. You know, you may have something that's flowing from a point, you know, Eight blocks away, you know, if it's flowing through a cast iron line and then the PVC and back in the cast iron line, well, it, you know, it can still, you know, if there was a, an issue that would be causing, uh, uh you know, red water or, or or stirring of the system, you know, it's, you know, that can migrate around. So by eliminate eliminating that area or that section of a uh, PVC or cast iron or ductile and converting it to PVC, it just helps to, uh, you know, uh, remove a potential uh, future nuisance. Sure. Yeah.
2: And you guys have one more waterline project, I think, that you're waiting on grant approval for?
4: Yes, yeah, there's another waterline project that's uh, in the north uh, uh, western portion of the city. Uh, it's a replacement of some water lines, cast iron, duck iron lines are in that area of the city over there. It's a, a community development bot grant. We applied for it, I believe, back in the beginning of 2017. And uh, the way the community development bot grant programs go, you're competing against you know, a, numer- a number of other cities that are in our region. And uh, they've got two, what they call two funding cycles. You know, they would have like a a 17 funding cycle if you got picked. And then uh, those that that, uh, didn't get it that cycle, uh, but were still on the the list to be awarded or funded in the following year, which would be 2018. And uh, talking with our grant consultant, uh, GrantWorks, who assisted the city in uh, preparing that uh, application and uh, presenting it to the state. Uh, Looking at the uh, scoring that was released by the state uh, they have a, a high level of confidence that you know we're, we're to get that funding uh, in this 18th cycle. Uh, they anticipate uh, you know official notification from the state sometime uh, this fall and that we probably wouldn't see a contract from the state until uh towards the end of this year
2: and the other waterline project that's not the the grant project but the one that that's being funded with leftover monies from the filtration yes. project the bond funds w- yes sir you guys think that one essentially probably won't start turning dirt work until the fall is that right or, yeah or yeah maybe
4: it, towards the fall because uh, like i said I've, the first step is to get the survey work done so we, you know we'll allow you know a month to get that could get that work uh, scheduled and turned around and then once once we get the survey work then i'll sit down and probably spend 30 or 60 30 to 60 days uh, designing that project out and uh at which then that time we'd be ready to take it back to council with uh with a final budget cost on it and then uh authorization to go out for bids so we're looking at you know the fall before we would you know go ahead and go out for bids on that thing
2: and I mean a mile of water line is a significant improvement for for Columbus oh, I mean
4: that's that I want people to understand this is a big project yes yeah it, it, it's, it's a big really big project and since 2006 we've we've done several water line projects for the city and uh, I'm probably thinking we've probably done somewhere in the neighborhood of close to probably fifty thousand feet of line which almost wow Ooh, nine miles that's of a line l- that we lot yeah so uh, we, we've done a lot of work with the water system since '6 uh, but we have a large system and you know it, with, with a lot of lines, sure. in it. You know. large system, and a great city. That's yeah, right. how Amen. many? Cu- I mean,
2: how many customers are on Columbus? Well, I know that's uh, out of left field, uh, but I mean,
4: it's the the customer base is approximately fifteen to fifteen to sixteen hundred service connections. Boom. Wow, that's wow. that's probably
2: bigger than, than what we see in the other other cities in the county, if I'm not mistaken.
4: Yeah, Columbus sure. is going to be the we're, you know, we're number we're the, one, the, the biggest population <laughs> city. So, uh, and. Uh, also, you know, since hole six, we've done uh, we've drilled two two new water wells, uh, one at the uh, spring plant and then one well at the uh, hill plant. So. Awesome.
2: A lot of water improvements in the last 12 years. And anything else you want to uh, want to give citizens a heads up about of what may be coming uh, coming out of the city of Columbus soon, or any, any good announcements that you guys have you'd like to share with the folks? Go
0: Aggies!
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's an Aggie for those of you yeah that yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah, used Mr. is <laughs> uh,
4: but yeah no uh like i said the the water line project you know that'll be a, a really visible project you know since we're on Mom street you know that that citizens will will, will see in, in place uh we are looking at uh, uh doing a little bit of gas line work here in, in town also to replace uh, awesome. replace some gas lines uh that we have uh, have out there, but uh I guess the one that's that would affect uh daily traffic the most. Uh, once it gets started, you know, would be that uh, waterline project. Awesome. Donna, what are you doing this weekend? This weekend? What am I doing this weekend? There's well, a little get together.
1: Yeah, we're having a little get together downtown on the square.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm supposed to help uh, cook some crawfish uh, at the Rotary Club. That's right on, right, right on. We'll be working on that. And like I said, look forward to that event. Uh, yeah,
1: Magnolia Fest is supposed to be really good this year. And you'll be
2: busy in a couple weekends with graduation. Your son is getting yeah, ready to graduate. that's an,
4: an, another thing, too. My uh, youngest son, he's graduating. Up and out. Uh, this <laughs> year. lots of
1: scholarships uh, in the paper for that young yeah. man. Yeah, he's been yeah, successful.
4: That's, that, that's, that's a good deal there, scholarships. <laughs> uh, no, I've got my oldest son, uh, Jake, he's up at uh, – Texas a He's in a second year or he's, yeah, year. his second year? He's yeah. finished his uh, second year. He's going the engineering route also. Wow, so, good for uh, him. And then my youngest, uh, like I said, he'll graduate this year. Uh, he'll go to uh, blend his first year and then uh, uh, he wants to transfer up to a&m and pursue a degree in uh, construction science so. staying strong keeping the tradition yep. alive keeping the I love it. The maroon blood flowing so. and <laughs> and it, po- possibly
2: future generations of Columbus oh, yeah. uh, city managers sure. or absolutely. engineers. Yes, for sure. well
0: thank you so much for coming by to <laughs> talk all right. to us thank y'all yeah. we appreciate thank it you thank you all right absolutely thanks a great time listening to Donald anything else we need to cover anybody Jana what's coming down the pike with you I am
3: sales? I just started working on uh, the hurricane preparedness special that we're gonna have running in June mm. Uh, it's going to come out at the end of the month. It's going to be, you know, uh, last year obviously Hurricane Harvey affected us. Um, I think it's safe to say that no one in Columbus had seen flooding like that before. I don't think anybody
1: was very prepared? Yeah,
3: definitely not. Um, and in fact, we were um, we were actually in the flood zone, and they came. We were in part of the uh, volunteer uh, voluntary evacuation thing. So this is kind of special to me. You know, kind of hits home with me. But um, I. I'm currently working on um, getting some advertising for that special. We're gonna have a tracking map, we're gonna have preparedness lists, and we're gonna touch a little bit about the flooding
1: that occurred last year and. What they can, probably people can do to prepare yeah, this year, what you want to stock up on, what you want to have, because this could happen to us any year. You're right. Really. And
3: multiple. I mean, you know, and it, it's not just a risk once a year, yeah. every year. I mean, it's, you know. Um, yeah, you're
1: right. Repeatedly.
3: When yeah, Hurricane yeah. Season. Memorial
2: Day, tax
0: day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really, Like, even to, your, even to your point, Memorial Day flooding, I was a reporter for one week right before. Yes. And, and then uh, the next week, I couldn't get to work because, like, there was no, there was no like, water went like You're lucky I,
1: you didn't get fired. I was <laughs> <laughs> That's a private joke. (laughs) I was flooded in on both sides of my street. But like
0: that next, I came uh, back that next week, I got to go up on a plane with Chris Christensen and he like showed like, and the water was everywhere. mm -hmm. So like flooding doesn't necessarily happen because of like a hurricane, but it happened because of other things. Well, and
3: you know, I mean, that's the thing that the flooding here happened because of the river. I mean, it wasn't necessarily that it happened. The hurricane came through and then, you know, we were fine for a couple of days. Um, but hurricane season actually starts, I had no idea, it actually starts June 1st, and it runs all the way through the end of November. You
0: learn when you work, am I right?
3: Exactly, I right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah.
2: And, and this, the thing that they say caused the flooding in Columbus last year is what they call trailing rains that came after the hurricane that filled up the, right. some of the portions right. of the river and the tributaries up in the upland lakes area and and then it came down here
1: right so this, this hurricane could come into our area we That's could yeah, definitely. absolutely
2: a hurricane could when could i was come younger we far, had yeah.
1: hurricanes come this far and so it always can mm-hmm. happen yeah. um or we can have other impacts you know like what we're talking about. so learning how to track those on a map learning how you know what to do to be prepared um in is vital in
0: advance. Absolutely, get in a go bag and all that stuff. So, if you want to
1: advertise in this section, if you you know it's going to be popular, if you want your business seen, if you want to let people know what you have to offer to help people be prepared, or just to get your name out in a place that's going to be seen by a lot of eyeballs, call
0: yeah, no. me. <laughs> uh,
1: my
3: cell phone number is nine seven nine four five one one three zero zero. Or you can call me here at the office, and they'll get the message to me.
0: Or you can email her.
3: You can email me. Yes. Jana, J-A-N-A, D like Diane, Moffitt, M-O-F-F-E-T-T, at Gmail. Is your middle name Diane? It is not.
1: (laughs) 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 Wrong. What do I have?
0: What is it going to take to give that answer? We'll have here. to
1: get, we'll have to have people guess for. Yeah. Because uh, my
0: middle name starts with a D too. Oh If really. you
1: can, if you can guess Jana's middle name, we have two tickets to Splat. <laughs> uh, oh. only, <laughs> only if you
3: don't know me though. Only if you don't know me. Oh my gosh!
0: You don't oh, know yeah. me like that though. Yeah.
2: No. start writing the rules on that contest Wait a minute. Now. Do your friends
0: like? So your inner circle knows your name or like what? My, pretty much just my family.
3: Mm. That's pretty much it. That's so, privileged knowledge, Braxton. Privileged.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well. I huh. bet we
2: could find out from voter Deborah. registration records. Those yeah. are public.
0: <laughs> Good luck. Splashway tickets
1: coming your splashway. way. <laughs> Comment in the messages below. <laughs> and you, for those who are correct, who, yeah. those who correctly guess her middle name, we will have a drawing at random. <laughs> What do you all want to say? Next Friday? Next Friday. Next Friday. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll have two tickets to Splashway. But
3: the spelling has to be correct, too. Oh, oh come on. It's oh, unique oh, it's spelling.
0: Oh, yes. it's one of those names. Yes. one of those Oh, my gosh. It's like Diane with no right, well, vowels. If you, if
1: you just play and, and guess and try, we'll draw your name at random anyways. Just go. because you attempted. <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll reveal the name. Uh, bum, yeah. bum. I'm telling you right now,
0: Donald is the weirdest middle name for you to have. But, I mean... <laughs> I'm sure that, I'm sure you, but you pull it off. You pull it off great. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Uh, I want to touch one more thing. There was a bunch of Little League also in the paper this week. Yes. And, and so also
1: Columbus Garden Club. And the Garden oh, Club. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, yeah, have, they about brought beach, their we skipped section. show. People. They yeah. brought their plant
2: show back after a
0: 30-something year absent. Really?
2: And it was, yes. And it Where was, were you? So I, Apparently, I, I, don't know. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Vince what, is supposed to
3: let me know these things.
2: I don't know what I expected when I went into the Methodist Church oh. to see this. I expected maybe 20 or 30 entries of plants like on one table and the whole thing was a jungle. Um, so, I mean, there were plants everywhere. Plant, plant, plants, plants, Over 160 entries what? in this thing. Yes, 160 entries. And you can see some of them there on the front page of our B section. You can see all of the winners. I mean, this is a show that's judged by, you know, judges that are certified by the National Garden Club. I mean, this is a major Look undertaking. Look Columbus
3: Garden, uh, Club. The Columbus getting Garden Club getting Absolutely. fancy. Getting <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I went to the visitor center today. I ran by there. Just a quick little note about the garden club. If y'all haven't seen the flowers, she was there kind of swapping out some flowers. I guess probably getting ready for Magnolia Days this weekend.
0: Hold it down. Um,
3: if you have not seen what they have done at the visitor center, yeah. the landscaping there is gorgeous. And the garden center, I mean, I'm sorry, the garden club is actually who did all of that. They designed it and um, put in the plants themselves, and it's so beautiful.
0: Speaking of Magnolia Days, last thing, are you volunteering? I am. What time? From when to when?
3: I will be there five to seven Friday night.
0: <laughs> I'm going to be there noon to three. will hope <laughs> we will. <die.
3: laughs> I will be there
2: from seven <laughs> thirty in the morning until about nine thirty in the morning, helping set up the crawfish booth Fantastic. on Saturday. For <laughs> the wait oh, a lunch. minute, wait a minute. I'll be there Friday. You're evening. allergic to it. <laughs> <I'm>, oh, that's, <laughs> why, that's why I'm only helping set up the tables. I'm <laughs> okay, setting up the okay. tables, and then I'm going to do my work for the citizens. Well, the Live Oak
1: gotcha. Arts Center is also going to have some events happening this festival oh, yep. weekend. Oh yeah, they are there. They Low have light.
2: a uh, sidewalk. A chalk art contest that's which on I think friday would be right cool yes. that's awesome. yeah awesome yeah i mean
3: everybody bring your bring your kids out it's I mean, in the paper yeah. tell they you found what found like a paper they home found a hidden painting Jana, look i saw that i did see that um Jana they, found it i i did no i didn't <laughs> 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 i did um have y'all seen the, the if you haven't seen the picture of it it's in this week's
1: paper uh it's also on their facebook page yeah they um, have a chef coming this weekend too looks like friday night they have a chef there
2: yeah, she's doing one of those special dinners that they have. Um, mm, f- fancy. The, it's like a $100 a plate, and they have the uh, the musician that's going to be there also. So that, that should be a great event. So
3: um, basically, if you're a food or a music lover, yes. Columbus is the place Columbus to be is this weekend. For you. So you I gotta awesome. learn that the guy yeah.
2: from that one band was the guy
1: that woke up cross Cody 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 Canada. Cody Canada. Yeah, in the yes. In the, in the yes. I had no idea. My husband was like, oh my gosh, he's from cross Canadian ragged. <laughs> (laughs) I told my husband that, too, and he was like, who? Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I had, of course, I mean, I've heard of Cross-Canadian Ragweed, but I never knew who any of the people were in
1: Cross-Canadian I listened to that Black Cat Choir online. They sound good. Well, and then, of course, we got to hear the – J- J- you pronounce it.
0: That was J- Juka good. Juka Brothers? The oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the song I showed you, the grandpa, the, the people that are playing on Saturday or Friday. Oh, they have a really cool song? They have a song? The
1: that polka song yes. that says uh, Grandpa got, too much. drank too much at the St. John picnic? Yeah, <laughs>
2: that was awesome. <laughs> You've got to request that one if well, they're not request actually that song. I'm, I'm going to request that it. It. song. They talk Friday.
0: about Bach yeah. Because we're on their website, it's so old school. Like You have to, you have to like actually try to find their music. And I found like a 45-second clip. I sent it to her, and it's like, Grandpa drank too much at the... You know, the Johns John, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of resemblant of that whole, you know, in heaven there is no beer.
0: Yeah, and like it's. Sh- uh, he said he uh, the one of the lines where he showed us a side of him that we've never seen before, or whatever. Kind <laughs> of <scary>. oh, man. <laughs> yeah. that you know that true. can't happen when you give the elderly beer. I think that's that. true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Uh, let's see anything else we need to One, talk about? one more thing. Yep. If
2: you look in this week's paper, you'll notice that. Um, we had an update from the city of Eagle Lake. Their council met. They got a, a very good report on their annual audit. So now that completes all three cities' annual audits. And no, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Columbus has not had their annual wrong, audit back wrong, yet. Wrong. So Weimar and um, a couple of the schools have had their audit. And then, so I guess Columbus will be coming up next pretty soon. Um, they'll be releasing their annual audit. So that just tells you how healthy the finances are of your city, whether you have any problems. And like then also um, a lot of good stuff about infrastructure in Weimar. Their well number four was in their council meeting last week, as well as um, their street project. They they voted to do about a two hundred and seventy thousand dollars street project in Weimar.
0: Last thing, if y'all haven't voted yet or gotten right, because this wait, the election is the
2: election is uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday May twenty second. There okay. are two positions on the democratic four positions on the democratic ballot. It is the Democratic runoff for governor between Andrew White, who is the son of former Texas Governor Mark White, and Lupe Valdez, who is the former sheriff of Dallas County. Mm -hmm. Then on the uh, Republican ballot, you have your, it seems like your 50th opportunity to vote in this race, but it's not. It's actually only your third. Um, and so you're voting in the Republican primary runoff between Ben Lamon and Jill Wolfskill. Well, if
1: you haven't heard those names by now, <laughs> yeah, you their seen signs are names, everywhere. They are all in over your mail, paper. everywhere. Yes. yes. And brain, early voting
3: is going on right now. You that's can correct. go vote early now.
2: Vote early and vote often. That's what right? they say, right? That's <laughs> yeah,
3: that's what they vote say. Vote early and vote often. You can no, do no, that, right? That's seriously, legal. don't
2: yeah. don't vote often. That's a no. So seriously, it's
0: only. I mean, it's Just only.
3: vote often, as in the you know how many we had a dozen in the last month.
0: So I
2: hope you guys had, a had the opportunity to vote since March. Uh, depending on what uh, place they live in, you could have, in theory, voted in four or five separate elections by That's now. a lot of stickers. Yeah. you have rights. It is. <laughs> it's a lot of I voted stickers. So
0: real quick, though. So whoever wins this, it's going to be it until November. That's right? correct. Yeah. Because both, as you will
2: recall, a couple weeks ago on this podcast, we talked about the special election right. for House District 13. Which was Cecil Webster, late uh, Cecil Webster, Jill Wolfskill, and Ben Lamont. Ben Lamont and Jill, Jill Wolfskill both came out on top in that one, but neither one earned 50% or more. So they actually have to go to a July runoff. However, the candidates have graciously agreed that whoever wins their runoff, or excuse me, whoever wins the Republican primary one runoff on May 22nd the other one will drop out and there will not be a special election in July. Thank goodness, because it's, it's, it's very like hot. Said, covering be like it's a in little July. confusing. I, I told him, I was like, I am not Just because it's hot and I'm fat and I don't want to
0: be
3: <laughs> No, you're not confusing. The on whole on the situation <laughs> is confusing. Yeah, I, know. I know. My I know brain hurts. But. <laughs> uh,
0: also the Rockets are in the Western Conference Finals. Game two is happening tonight. They were handed last Monday. So hopefully they turn it around and all that jazz. Um, Anything else? Last anything else going on in people's lives? We need to say anything? Michelle, your kid's graduating. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: Janet.
0: <laughs> on just on to to my is
1: moving on to, to grade.
2: High school, but that's on May uh, 26 That's a Memorial
1: Day weekend, right? Yes. Yeah. Or, no, yeah, yeah, Memorial Day weekend, I think. Awesome. Graduation section next week. Be sure and pick up the paper. It's full color, um, saddle stitched, which means a nice stapled keepsake book. It's a book. Um, yeah. That you can keep that's going to have graduates in it from all over the county. All over. Um, and Columbus, Weimar, Rice. Do we have any Sacred Heart graduates? We did graduates? not have
2: Sacred Heart tell us that they had anybody. So, so we just no. come Weimer, on, Rice. Sacred Heart, get some people out of there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Usually we have one or two every year from Sacred Heart and Howittsville just because they commute for the parochial school. Showing sure up. But, yeah, that's going to be in next week's paper, so don't miss it. Mm-hmm. And all of your valedictorians and salutatorians
2: will not be in that book, but will be in your regular paper. We're Columbus. telling you now, people. Don't, don't call Columbus will be upset. in this week. <laughs> Columbus will be in this week.
1: Weimer and Rice will be in next now week. Now, this is very important to note as well. Newspapers in education. We do take newspapers to the school. Mm-hmm. We're stopping that right now because no we're in graduation. So over the summer... Kids that are used to getting the paper in school, teachers, parents that are used to getting the paper are not going to get it anymore. So you can come in and only subscribe for three months. Mm -hmm. You do not have to subscribe for the entire year. We want you to, but you can only subscribe for three months during the summer until the Newspapers and Education picks back up next year. Now we deliver these free of charge, so if your business or if you would like to sponsor Newspapers and Education, uh, call Jana. Um, and she can help you out with that, or Eight call here to the office. <laughs> oh and you can help sponsor any amount. Um, any amount helps. We have different sponsorship levels that put newspapers in the hands of kids and and teaches them where to get their local news.
0: Train a child Excellent. up in the way he should go, and when he was old, he will not
1: depart from it. There's our preacher. <laughs> there you go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Read so the paper. Michelle didn't mention it, but I'm going to. I'm going to be the thorn in everybody's side. Reader's Ooh. choice. Reader's, Reader's Choice tro- deadline is
1: Friday.
0: Friday. It is Friday. You're you right. You still Friday. have some oh
1: time gosh. to get those those votes in. Get those votes in. And Vote you know, for your favorites all over the county.
0: You know what? Yesterday, someone told me. I think it was Mrs. Potter. She said, "Why aren't y'all in Reader's Choice? Like, why aren't? Why isn't the citizen in Reader's Choice?" And I said, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. "We're already the the best." Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Whatever. laughs> Right. It, would, <laughs> it would just
2: be yet another superlative to hang around all over. Superlative.
1: <laughs> I love
0: we, we're adjectives. here to promote
1: everyone else in the county. We're, yeah. here, to, we're here to promote yep. other businesses and other individuals and recognize them for all they do. Get
0: those votes in today, people. Yes. Get them in today. So yes. there's that. If you need some, you can come by the store. Come by the office and <laughs> store? Uh, pick up some ballots. Yeah, right. we have ballots. Lots right. of ballots. All the ballots. Stuff the ballot box. <laughs> and this is where you can vote often, right?
3: <laughs> yes, this is where you can vote often. And also... I think it's a common misconception mm. that you have to live in Columbus or Colorado County to vote. You do not. And you but do there's not. only
1: one vote per person. Right.
3: There is only one vote per person, but you do not have to live in Columbus or Colorado County. So,
0: But if you worked at, a, say, a real estate company and you bought, like, you know, 50 ballots and had people fill them out when they came in, that's Well, perfectly. I
3: mean, you know, you can do that, but, you know, I, the, the, the real estate companies that I know personally. Sure. You know, we we don't do that. <laughs> count, count on their customers to Speak for yes. themselves. yes. Yeah. To themselves. And their work we know for we themselves. you know we know that we're we're our favorites in our hearts. So. Mm.
0: <laughs> like, like my dad said when I was a kid, number three in your playbook and number one in your heart. Braxton, okay guys, thanks oh for listening. Gosh. This has been a fun foot episode. Uh, thanks for listening to Citizen Confidential. I'm Braxton.
3: I'm Vince. I'm Michelle. I'm Jana. We'll see you next week.
0: You're listening to Citizen Confidential, a podcast for the Colorado County Citizen. This week, our sponsor is Ryan's Device Repair. Check it out.
2: I was talking to some people yesterday, and they were asking me questions about this.
0: A lot of folks are confused. I'm just, I know. I'm leaving off names. Forgive me, y'all. There's too many names in your old school. Your kids are too good.
1: Uh, we stayed outside a long time having fun before we realized there was stuff inside to do too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: free nature training program and New Ulm. New
1: Ulm. Um.
3: Yes, it is Ulm. You. New, new M- alum. Alum. Why are, are we not
1: recording? This is the best stuff <laughs> we're recording. For right new <laughs> alum. No, i No, we're on right now. We need to have an episode new, right, on how let's, you, let's get it how you
2: started. pronounce the cities in Colorado County like Altair. 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 Like you tear paper as you
1: tell